Today's podcast is dedicated 100% to our candidates and other candidates who are interested in McKinsey's corporate finance practice and the equivalent at the BCG and so on. Um, so today I'm just going to cover preparation for the McKinsey corporate finance interviews, which take place roughly at the same time as full-time hires, but also uh, because of the dedicated centers, especially for McKinsey, they do take place out of cycle as well. So some important points here, right? I mean, as, every, as the people applying for corporate finance uh, positions at McKinsey understand, it is a very unique and a very elite practice, right? It has had an enormous impact in the way corporate finance is practiced across the world. And despite what many people may think, the corporate finance practice is elite. You know, to get into McKinsey or BCG is difficult, but to get into McKinsey corporate finance is much, much more difficult. Uh, you need to have certain unique skills in corporate finance, leveraged or layered upon a very strong understanding of strategy as well. So today I'm going to talk through about um, seven points, six or seven points that are very important in terms of your preparation. So especially for the candidates we are dealing with, uh, we'll also be listening to this podcast. I'm going to be tailoring it to them, but all of the feedback can cater for people who may not be working with us. I've also um, used wording terminology and provided advice, which may not be so relevant to our own candidates, but I think would help other people listening to this as well. Okay, The first thing with corporate finance cases you, is you've got to understand corporate finance theory literature. You cannot do the cases until you understand the theory. It's impossible. It is practically impossible. You cannot do it. So before you start practicing with people and calling up your friend at McKinsey to do cases with you, make sure you know the theory very, very well. And in fact, maybe it's a little bit late, right? You can't learn all the theory required to pass those cases by September if you are starting now. If, and this is a sincere piece of advice, if you, have, if you do not understand the theory well and you feel you're a little bit weak on it, my advice to you would be not to interview in September, but to push it out to maybe January, February. I mean, the corporate finance practice doesn't really reach its quotas. And because they've got major units in New York, London, Singapore, and so on, they're always looking for talented people. So my advice, if you don't feel comfortable with the theory today, it is almost impossible for you to be ready by September and do all the other preparation required. So my sincere advice would be to push it back. But until you know the theory well, you cannot prepare for the interviews. It's not as if it's not as it's not like when we teach general management consulting cases where we teach you the logic. We can do it, but there's just so much corporate finance theory that we don't have enough time to teach you all of it. We could teach you maybe 50% of the core concepts. But again, if you don't know the theory, the question you, to be, you need to be asking yourself is, why do you want to join this practice anyway? Even if you just get in, the bar is so high in this team that unless you are really good, you are going to be managed out very quickly. Now, beyond managing the theory, the second point is that you need to be able to speak it in a very simple language. This is very important. It's a point I drive home with even the general consultants, uh, sorry, general aspiring candidates we are teaching in the sense that corporate finance language is very technically complex. It can become complicated. You have to be able to take these very difficult concepts, which involve a lot of graphs, a lot of data, and be able to rearrange them both into a language and an image that makes it very easy to understand. Uh, if you're not clear about this, um, you know, if you're not sure whether you are ready, I would recommend doing one of the corporate finance cases we have loaded and having a look at whether you're ready. I would do the first one, which is a case about a telecoms company trying to increase its share price. It'll give you a very good understanding of whether you can um, handle the information. Third one is 
one of the things you can do to, to see if you are ready is whenever you're asked to solve a case or to use a corporate finance concept to maybe increase return on equity or enterprise value and so on. Ask yourself if you can solve the case using corporate finance principles but using different corporate finance principles. What makes corporate finance invariably difficult is the fact that there's usually, not usually, I'll, I'll take that back, there's always more than one way to solve a case. So whether you're trying to increase the share price, raise the return on equity or whatever, there's always more than one way to do it. So when you develop one way to do it, put it aside and say, can I come up with two or other ways to do it? If you struggle to do that, you will struggle with the corporate finance case. And let me explain to you why. What makes corporate finance cases so difficult is typically that the technique you will use to solve a case may not be appropriate to the data available to you. So at the beginning of the case, you may come up, you may come up with a structure to solve the corporate finance case. But when you're given the data, you realize the data cannot be used in the structure you developed. So you have to come up with another structure. And what I would say invariably happens is the candidates who do very well through the corporate finance training with us are very good at understanding the basics so well that they can pivot on the different approaches they are using. So I call it drills. Pick a case pivot. Pick a case, pivot. Pick a case, pivot. If you can do that very well, then you'll be fine. Don't do the same cases. I always tell people, only start this when you are ready. Once you do a case, it becomes moot. Once you've seen it, you can't do it again because you're simply memorizing the solution. You have to pick new cases and work through them, right? So three, three pieces of advice. Know the theory. Um, um, do the drills, understand the basics, um, communicate well, right? So theory, communication, drills, three pieces so far. The next part is that you have to know how to do um, strategy consulting when you are preparing for corporate finance cases. So what do I mean by that? When, we, when, you do corp when, you, when you're preparing for general case interviews, you typically spend a lot of time discussing operations cases, market entry cases, um, IT cases, and so on. When you are preparing for corporate finance cases, you should spend, well, you should understand how to do operations cases and profitability cases and so on. You should spend the bulk of your time on strategy cases because typically the, the, the thinking is that a company has a corporate strategy which you have to understand and therefore whatever corporate finance or financial strategy you develop has to support overall strategy and unless you can understand the overall strategy and the drivers of that overall strategy you'll be unable to develop a financial strategy which supports that financial strategy you know strategy always precedes the financial plan or the financial thinking so you have to understand strategy analysis very very well right you have to really focus your attention on understanding how to do strategy cases which are messy and difficult examples of strategy cases would be you know the market for telecoms in Portugal is deregulating and the largest telecom player wants to understand what would happen to their return on equity and how they could fix it. You need to understand both corporate finance and detailed strategy. Another important point which I think has helped some candidates for us, and I would think it would help any candidate, is that you need to understand the language the different firms use. McKinsey and uh, BCG in particular use very different language when they talk about corporate finance cases. BCG is a big believer in total shareholder return, which if you really want to understand the concept, and if you really you know, boil it down to its essence, it delves on the concepts of residual value. And there's no different from the concepts McKinsey is using, and there's no concepts, no 
difference in the concept Stern and Stewart is using or even Bain is using, but they have different nuances in the way they apply it. It is important you can use the terminology of these firms in the cases with them. Don't use the wrong terminology because because of the technical nature of corporate finance, it always helps when you speak the same language. So while the firms are doing very similar things, they use different terminology. So my advice would be that you should read the McKinsey Quarterly on Finance. You should read Valuation, the book by McKinsey. You should read the BCG Value Creators Report, which is which outlines very clearly the methodology and approach they use to calculate value creation. I would also recommend reading the work of Stern Stewart and how they've uh, developed a, a I would think the standard is now the standard approach to calculating economic profit. It's a little bit heavy, but it is worth reading through the material. Uh, Stern Stewart puts out um, a, a list of guidelines in terms of how to do the, of, in terms of how they do the calculation. It's about eight documents, and I believe it's publicly available. I would focus on document six, which explains the limitations in the approach. That's a very interesting um, a document because when it comes down to the case and you're being questioned. Ultimately, the interviewer wants to understand whether you understand the limitations of the approach. And I think that document, especially when you're looking at economic profit and residual value, will play a very big role in terms of helping with your preparation. But beyond that, I think that if you read the McKinsey Quarterly on Finance, and if you have a knowledge of finance, even a basic knowledge of finance, you'll very quickly realize that McKinsey isn't doing a lot of different things in all of their corporate finance articles. All of their corporate art finance articles are talking about one common concept for McKinsey, the difference between health and performance. Right? Now McKinsey wasn't the first people to come up about with this. Actually it was it was first developed by BCG, but many people don't know that. Uh, Bruce Henderson was the first person to explain this concept in one of his perspectives that he sent out to clients, but McKinsey made it famous through the book Valuation, and they've built an entire corporate finance practice around this concept of distinguishing between health and performance. And if you read all of their articles, it is discussing that concept from different angles, maybe zooming in on a particular part. But I think what would be good is that a test of whether you understand McKinsey's um, focus and the way they approach corporate finance uh, uh, cases is whether when you read all their corporate finance cases, can you see the link to the concept on profit on performance versus health? And do you understand which part of the performance versus health um, uh, concept they are discussing? BCG doesn't really use any what I call fancy techniques and glossy marketing. It's pure corporate finance, but you should understand total shareholder return. And then Bain, on the other hand, is obviously, you know, given the amount of work they've done historically in private equity, you should understand the concepts of private equity, which again is textbook understanding of private equity, right? The other thing I've seen uh, McKinsey do in particular is they do test a candidate's ability to structure a corporate finance engagement and you should not be surprised if you receive a case such as you know I'm a client uh, you've been hired to help us increase our share price how would you convince me we need to do this and how would you structure it I've seen that being asked by candidates in Singapore so I think that a different style needs to be catered for not just solving the case but how would you structure the analysis and manage a team to actually solve that case and finally you know there's this whole cottage industry of material about general management consulting because, to be honest, anyone who's barely literate can pretend that they know something about marketing and um, strategy and leadership and operations. I mean, you know, general knowledge. You can write up stuff and pretend that you know what you're talking about. So hundreds of forums are dedicated to general um, preparation for 
cases at McKinsey, Bain, BCG, Roland Berger, and so on. Preparation for corporate finance doesn't exist. It's practically impossible to find anything on the internet about corporate finance. So what I'm telling you now is don't bother. Don't waste your time trying to find information about corporate finance cases on the internet. What I would recommend you do is um, Wharton in 2008, I believe, that class, the graduating class of 2008, they put out quite a good corporate finance case book. Um, you can still get that, I'm sure. The class, someone will have it. I haven't seen anything like it from Wharton since then, but I thought it was a very good book. And that's a starting point. So I think you, if you, when you're ready to do cases, when you un once you understand the theory, you've read all the material and so on, and you want to practice some cases, I suppose you would start there. It's a good place to start. We've also put out some examples on corporate finance cases, but we don't believe in books. All of ours are in videos. But my advice there is don't go through them all at once. It's arranged in a curriculum order, and I'd suggest you go through them in order. It's not a lot of them. It's not as many like you know the many we have on the co on the strategy and operation side, but they are quite rigorous in testing your understanding of corporate finance and then applying it very eloquently ac across the case. So when you are preparing for corporate finance, forget about forums, forget about websites. No one's going to be able to help you because it, the information doesn't exist. It's too specialized. You should read the McKinsey Quarterly on finance, read BCG Perspectives, read the Value Creators Report, skim through valuation, um, go through the videos we've put up because I think it'll give you a very good understanding. And the Wharton book from 2008 is a very good book. I think it's probably the best book I've seen in terms of preparing people for cases. And it's quite a generic book. And what I like about it is that it's it's a good stepping stone because while it doesn't, it's going through the book is never going to prepare you to pass the cases, but it does help you to get to about 50% of where you want to be. So when you're preparing for cases, you should start there. Or if you can't get all of the material, at least start with the simpler cases of you know, a similar level of difficulty. And once you understand that, you can then move to more difficult cases like the ones we have on the website. But the key thing here is that all of this sits on the fact that it assumes you understand finance theory. It then assumes you have the ability to communicate this. And it assumes you have the ability to communicate this in the language that McKinsey and BCG would speak. I would say that, and I would reiterate my advice, if you don't feel you're ready for the theory, don't do your cases in September. You will not be ready for it. You probably will get the interview, but it's highly unlikely that you could handle uh, all of the uh, lessons and so on that are required. In fact, in the cases that we would do, um, and in fact, if you are practicing with someone, please make sure they are doing this with you. Don't focus on, on for them to teach you the theory. It's an absolute waste of time. You will have to focus in terms of how to uh, how to change your approaches as the data changes, but still to save this, still to solve the same question. As long as your cases are done in that way, thinking about how to pivot and solve the case, solve the case, you are doing fine. You are practicing corporate finance cases the right way. But do not use case training as a chance to learn the theory. You are dead in the water. In fact, I'd be very surprised if um, a McKinsey or BCG person is willing to do more than one case with you if they feel that you don't understand the theory. It's pretty much dead in the water at that point. So, you know, good luck to everyone with their corporate finance cases uh, and case preparation. It is exciting to interview for the practice. It's one of the most elite practices in management consulting. But, you know, plan well. Don't feel pressured to go in as soon as you can. If you've got a good resume, you feel a little bit weak in your preparation, it is always advisable to take time to prepare. Uh, it is a very specialized skill. It is not something that you can force yourself through. No amount of reading any blogs, any forums in the world is going to give you any 
give you any of the information you need to prepare. So don't listen to people who said, I learned specialized strategy skills from scratch and it took me four months to pass the cases. None of that would apply to corporate finance. It's a very different way of preparing for cases and very different kind of cases. I think the cases are very interesting personally because I think it really cuts to the essence of what strategy is. How do you create value? And that's why when we say you need to prepare for corporate finance cases, you have to have a very, very deep understanding of strategy. As always, I'll be happy to answer any questions you have or to point you out you know, to, to find material and so on. Um, so please post questions as they come up.